What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Joel Friday podcast. I am... See, now I messed it up. Welcome to the Joel Friday TV podcast. I am Joel Friday. Bienvenido. So much stuff going on here. And I'm trying to just get my life together. But we here and we moving. Um... First, before we get started, do me a favor, hit that like button, smack it, later smack down on like, subscribe, and share button, tell your peoples, 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 peoples about the show so we can get the subscribers up and the message out. Do it now, please. Topics to be covered today. Again, sorry for the technical difficulties. Um, we're doing the best we can. But topics to be covered today. Last week, what did we talk about? The reason most women need validation. No, that's not what we talked about. That was two weeks ago. The undefeated Riz. We talked about Riz last week, and we talked about how Riz um, is a form of seduction, and we've used it for so many years, and we looked at it as good, but it's actually the beginning of a toxic relationship. At least it can be, right? So um, just keep that in mind. When you're thinking about Riz and using the charm and all that stuff, I think there's like a... A fun, okay way to, you know, flirt and have fun without it being, like, toxic. But we just got to watch ourselves, know ourselves, and not let it get carried away. But we talked about undefeated Riz last week, charm, whatever you want to call it, game, uh, whatever. We talked about that last week. This week, we are going to talk about the very reason you cannot stop sinning. The very reason you cannot stop sinning. And it's so crazy because as I'm, you know, continuing to just learn and grow, I see more and more and more in myself why this is the very reason. And it gets clearer and clearer and clearer for me. And I I had to talk about it today. And I have some examples that I'm going to bring. So we're going to get into that and uh, and maybe some other things. But uh, keep in mind, it is a talk show, so you can't call in 888-775-775. 3773 and we could talk about the topic at hand or if you have any questions or comments sometimes people um dm me or i have a question or comment about certain things and um yeah if you want to call in and, and actually get to the details and get to the bottom of it then uh you can do that by calling at 888-775-3773 anywhere in the world you can call from what i know of um but I am streaming live on Instagram and on YouTube, so um, y'all can just call in by using the call-in number. Okay? Cool. If you can't call in but you still have a question or comment and you want to support the show, you can go to um, buymeacoffee.com slash TV, and there you can donate a donut with your question or comment. It's not an actual donut. It's a donation in the form of a donut. And then um, I will read your question or comments live on air. And, um, yeah, I appreciate the, the donations thus far. So y'all are amazing. What's going on, chat? Hi, y'all. What's going on, Instagram? Hi, y'all. All right. Everything sounds good. Are we all good as far as that goes? Can everybody hear me okay and clear? And I will read your super chats from last week. I didn't get to, uh, I forgot why, but it was just like a lot of crazy stuff going on. And uh, so I will read those super chats today if the Lord is willing. That is the plan. 
So Henry Linehan says, Sup, Joel. What's up, Henry? How's it going? Tell your peoples, peoples, peoples. Joel, are you on talk stream live? I don't even know what that is, so I can't confirm. Um, turn on the fan. You can open the vent. Okay, amazing stuff. So let's get into the topic, right? Shall we? Um, I think I covered all the announcements. But um, I was watching this movie. And uh, it was on Prime Video. And it was about this. Um, can I get a song in here really quick? Um, it was about this woman who um was addicted to she had an addiction okay i think it was like cocaine or something like that meth one of those things she was addicted and um it was called four good days i wish i could show you the photo but hassan's not here hassan my peoples want to see yeah Thank you. So Nick is in here. I don't know where her song went, but Nick is in here, and uh, he's going to play the... Cool. So just show the photo that's in there. Okay, cool. So this is the movie. It's called Four Good Days, uh, starred by Glenn... Uh, what's her name? Close. And uh, Mila Kunis. And um, the story is about Mila Kunis, who has an addiction to uh, meth or something like that, right? And she's trying to understand. She's trying to get clean. So the whole movie is about her getting clean. And um, it was so deep because obviously she has an addiction, but in some kind of way um, we can relate. And I could just relate to the things that she's saying she was going through and, and like, the judgment that she had over herself. And um, I, could, I understood uh, the issue, the issues that she was dealing with. You know what I mean? So I'm going to break down what um, the things that I got from the movie. And um, and I always say this, but as I'm explaining it, it may not be exactly, you may not relate as far as when it goes to, when it comes to drug, drugs being the, the vice. But if we pay attention to ourselves and look at ourselves, we can understand our situation just by understanding even different situations in our lives that um, we go through when it comes to these kind of things. So just always keep your eyes on yourself as I explain this um, so it can just make sense and maybe be helpful, maybe not, whatever. Um, but let's get into it. So you can put me back on the, the big screen. Um, so when the movie, as the movie starts, and I'm going to try to get to this quickly because, you know, we, a lot of time was was um, was wasted in the beginning. But um, in the very beginning of the movie, um, she th- this woman goes to her mother's house and she tells her mother that she wants to get clean, right? And um, she's telling her that um, she needs help and this time it's going to be different and she wants to be better. 
And then her mom's like, no, I don't believe you, blah, blah, blah. But her mom eventually tries to get her in. And the whole movie is based around the four good days that she can get through in order to um, go to the hospital to get this certain shot that'll help her um, uh, get better as far as her addiction goes. So meaning it'll help her stay away from doing the drugs. It'll help her like gain the momentum of life again. So each month she keeps taking the shot for like six months or something like that. And eventually she'll be able to be a normal member of society again. So she's just trying to get off this this addiction this this whole wave of her addictive patterns. So the three, four days that she's doing this, that's where the movie takes place. And there's this one scene that I want to break down, okay? Let me know if I'm making sense thus far. But there's this one scene, there's a couple scenes that I want to break down and I want to give, um, I want to explain them to you guys. So the first scene is um, Mila Kunis, which is the the drug addict in the movie, um, was talking about trying to understand why she has the addictions that she has, right? So she's in the kitchen with her with her mom, and um, she's uh, trying to understand, like, her life, and she's reflecting on her life. And then um, she asked her mom, you know, like, you weren't there, you weren't around, you left, and, um, you know, I didn't know what to do, I didn't know... Um, you know, I wanted both my parents in the home, in a sense, right? She wanted both her parents in the home, but you left. You abandoned me, and blah, 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 right? And here's the lines from the scene that I'm going to read, and um, I'll break it down. So she says, um, when you left, it was just so sudden. One day you were putting notes in my lunchbox as a child, and the next moment you disappeared. And in my mind, I thought you couldn't stand to be around us. And especially be around me. So that's what she told her mom. When her mom left, she felt that as a child that her mom hated her and she didn't want to be around her. I thought that was a deep. Because that's where these things start, right? In the home, for one. But for two, it's this judgment. That's how Satan creeps in that judgment, right? Now he was able to, it was opportunity for the enemy to get in the mind and say, she left because of you. You're the reason why she left. And that wasn't the cause. That's not the cause of her, her um, beginning, her patterns of addiction. What caused it was her judgment. The judgment that she had that she's a bad person because her mom is not around to be with her. Her mom is her mom left because of her. She had this false judgment in her mind that was creating this conflict that allowed that was the beginning stages of her eventually becoming an addict. So the mom goes, the mom goes to that response. She says, um, I'm not gonna lie, the husband, and this is based off a true story. So this is not fiction, but the mom goes, um, I had to leave because your father was very angry and I stuck around and tried to deal with it for 15 years and I held everything together. And one night I just couldn't take it anymore. And that was it. I left. I had to leave. So that was the mom explaining to her 
that she just couldn't be there anymore. She had to go. So it had nothing to do with the children. It had nothing to do with her not liking the daughter who's an addict. It was that she just had enough. And that's typically the story of all people, right? That's typically the story, the reason why people divorce. It has nothing to do, and a lot of you have heard Jesse Lee Peterson talk about it, but it has nothing to do with the children or anything like that. It's just that the parents can't handle each other anymore, and they're weak within that they don't know how to deal with it, so they break away and they run away. That's the only way they know how to deal with the problem. They just want to get away. And unfortunately, the children are stuck in the middle of that and have to carry the sins of the the parents. But what was missed was the lack of understanding. She didn't understand that as a little girl, this addict, right? She didn't understand that. And if she understood that, she wouldn't have made this judgment that she's the problem, she's a bad person, and it would allow her to have understanding for her mother. But that's why the message of forgiveness is so important because you understand that these people are broken, right? She's broken and her mom was broken, and that's why her mom felt that she had to leave. It wasn't the right thing to do, right? But her mom felt she had to leave. She's a broken person. So that's why you forgive. But it's that understanding that would have kept her at peace. But what the enemy did is he replaced that understanding with judgment. And that's the very cause of why we keep sinning. That's the very cause of why we keep sinning. And as the movie's going on, I'm thinking like, wow, you know, all this, this, her whole life, she's just been caught up on a judgment, a false idea that's, that's been um, sticking with her her entire life and that she can't break away from. Just this false idea, right? So then uh, the second scene comes, and um, this is her finally getting to um, the fourth day, right? The fourth day is coming up, and she's about to. She hasn't done drugs. She's staying clean, and the fourth day is coming up, and on that fourth day is when she goes to the hospital to get that shot, right? So she's excited for it, and everything is good. And on that fourth day, obviously, all kinds of stuff start happening. Everything is tempting her to, like, fall away. So um, she ends up, before going to the hospital, she ends up making up a lie and, like, finds— and I I might be spoiling the movie, but I had to. Maybe I shouldn't because maybe you guys might watch it. But I'm going to spoil it anyway. So she ends up doing the drugs, right? Before her day to go to the hospital, she just couldn't take it no more. And we can relate to that, right? It was so hard for her to endure. She couldn't endure any longer, and she did the drugs. And she made up this whole lie, this whole scheme um, to trick her mom into believing that she was not going to do drugs, and she found a way to do the drugs, right? And this scene, I'm going to say word for word, and and it's not like word, word, word for word, but I'm going to make the point. And this next, next next scene is she does the drugs, but yet she still has her hospital date that she has to go to, her appointment. 
So right before she goes to the appointment, she goes in her mom's room and she's like, Mom, I'm not going to lie. I need to use, um, I need you to let me borrow some of your um, uh, pee. Excuse my language. <laughs> your pee. I can't, because if I go to the hospital and use my pee, they're going to know that um, I did drugs. Could I use your pee? So there was a big old thing, right? But their mom's like, why would you need to use my pee? You've been clean. And then she comes clean. And she, like, confesses, no, I did drugs, I lied to you, blah, blah, blah. And then she says this. She goes, I'm sorry. I suck. I'm a terrible person. And then the mom goes, I'm such a moron for trusting you. That was deep to me, too. And I'm wrapping up this this whole section, but that was so deep to me, too, because... It's another example of her blaming herself. She's blaming herself. I suck. I'm an a ter- I'm a terrible person. And she's thinking that she's responsible for the reason why she couldn't endure any longer, right? She's responsible for making the mistakes that she's made. She's responsible for doing the things that she doesn't want to do. Right? She's responsible for her sins. And that's another setup. And the only reason why she even had, um, she, why she even made those decisions, right, or she was influenced to make those decisions is because she had conflict within, right? And that conflict needs relief, Right? That's the only reason why we pick up things is because we have conflict within. And that conflict just wants to feel better. And what that conflict is, uh, as you know, is the pain. The pain is just too unbearable sometimes, so we need some relief, whether it be girlfriend, sex, drugs, alcohol, whatever. We need some type of relief, so we go get the relief. Food, whatever it is. And it's just to feel better from the conflict, right? That ego is like puffed up and it needs some relief. But at the root of that conflict, the only reason why that conflict sparked is there was a belief about something that wasn't true. It was a false belief, right? And what that belief is, is a judgment about something. We all judge based off of what we've been taught we all judge things off of good and evil right we judge everything off of those two things and we judge ourselves off and we don't judge ourselves but we believe into that judgment based off of those two things and the thoughts told the woman the addict that you're a bad person And when she believed that, she felt this conflict like, man, look, I did it again. I'm a terrible person. It's me. It's me. It's me. Now she felt that conflict. And that conflict made her want to go do more drugs. And a conflict made us want to go eat. And ah, blah, 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 blah. Right? It all stemmed from a judgment that came from a mind, our mind, right? A lie. And that lie we believed and we felt. Right. And it causes the thing. It causes the, the mess. And I say all that to say, um, and then I'm gonna get to some calls. 
and then your your super chats. But you can call in. There are some lines open. 888-775-3773. Am I making sense here, chat, IG, and YouTube? Let me know. But I say all that to say is that at the root of every decision, at the root of every action that gets taken is based off of a judgment. It's all just based off of a judgment. If we had no judgment, at least we learned to get here, right? And it's possible. If we learned to have no judgment like that, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have any conflict. Zero conflict. And if we had zero conflict, we would have perfect peace. We have to have no judgment. Meaning that we just see, we see what's going on within us. Like we see those thoughts, we watch those thoughts. And we practice those, um, um, practice not acting upon those thoughts by doing a silent prayer, meditating, being still. And we don't go with them, right? We practice not going with them. But when we do go with them, we just watch it and we don't look at it as right or wrong, right? We don't judge it as right or wrong. You know what I mean? And, re- and how we don't judge it is by realizing, truly realizing that we're not, it's not of ourselves making us do these things. We intentionally don't want to hurt ourselves. We intentionally don't want to hurt others. But we're influenced to do it. And once we recognize truly that it's not ourselves that are doing it, then we no longer have judgment. We can just let go and let God change all the stuff was in because we can't control anything we have no control over nothing right no control but we always think that we can do something to change the outcome when all god asks of us to do is just let go and have faith have faith and god would will work on our behalf lay the weapons down So judgment is a cause of all sin. Judgment. That's at the root of all sin and vices and all that stuff we we think we don't want to do is judgment. That's where it starts. So um, with that being said, really quick before... We continue. Let me get to some super chats that I missed last week. Uh, let me pull them up. We got a couple of uh, donuts. And then I'll read some of your, your chats here as well and see what you guys are talking about. Does mom end up giving her the pee? Mom end up giving her the pee, Henry. Yep. Mom gave her the pee. And mom, mom was also addicted to... Mom was judging her for being an addict, right? But mom was also addicted to trying to save her and trying to make sure she didn't do all these things. She was like a hawk over her shoulder, making sure she wasn't going to the wrong place, making sure that she wasn't stealing money, like watching her like a hawk. And she was addicted to that, trying to save her. So mom didn't realize she had the same problem as the daughter, just in a different way. So it was a deep movie. You guys should watch it. Uh, 
four good days. But anyway, let me get to these super chats. We have a from someone, someone with the donated a donut and doesn't say anything. They just send a donation. I appreciate it, someone. Thank you. Uh, Brennan donated a donut, and that's all. They just donated. No message. Thank you, Brennan. I appreciate it. Right on. And then the Hake Report donated a donut as well. Thank you. I got some donuts today. I appreciate it. Thank you, uh, the Hake Report. Amazing. And then we have Jib Jab also um, gave a donut. I appreciate it, Jib Jab. Appreciate you. Those all have no messages, but I appreciate the support. Now, let me go to last week. Um, we had Kale Samagi <laughs> with the donation. It says corn is maize. I don't know what that means, but all right. I appreciate it, Kale. Uh, if somebody wants to translate, because I have no idea what the corn thing is. And I see, I've been seeing the corn thing a lot. So it, might, it must have some type of deeper meaning. Oh, oh, okay. I'm being told that maize is another word for corn. Oh, okay. Nice. Thank you, Kale. Fargoth uh, says, God bless Joel. Right on, man. God bless you, too. Uh, Fargoth, I appreciate it. Kale says, watching Joel Friday while risen corn with menthol. <laughs> that sounds like a, that sounds problematic. But I appreciate it, Kale. Joel Friday while risen. Uh, and then we have uh, D. Jabrell and T.P. Does sends a uh, generous donation and does with this finger like this. I think it's like pointing up to God. I think. Right on, DJ Braille. I appreciate it. And um, I believe there are some from today. Carver five three one. Just, just to be clear, it's not an actual donut. Yes. Even though I wouldn't be mad about an actual donut either. You know, if you want to send those too, hey, I ain't going to deny them. But no, there's not an actual donut. It's a donut in the form of a donation. I mean, the donation in the form of a donut. Spoiler alert says, Joel Friday TV, he's explaining what the corn emoji in his previous donut meant. Yeah. Joel Friday, the best super chat reader. Right. Haker's right. I'm the best. Chris says, Joel also learned race is another word for car. I'm hearing like a, some audio. Uh, spoiler alert, Joel getting lost in the maze. Amazing. Anyway. Let's see. 
does mom end up giving me read that Maze is Spanish? Oh, okay. Makes sense. I'm out the way. Oh, no. Let me get over here. Nice. Uh, let me get to some calls, and then I'll get back to the message that we had. Uh, let me go to William out of California. William, welcome to the show. You're on the air, man. My man. What's going on? How's it going? Oh, shoot, man. It's all right, man. I sure really enjoyed your, um, the word riz. I just never heard it described that way. (laughs) You You said something about that riz last week, and I do understand what you're saying. It's knowing that you have it, but just turn it on and turn it off when it's time. And what, um, and what, um, what did you mean by you said uh, that there is a the definition of riz or something that the definition that I had was interesting? What do you mean by that? Well, you you explain what it was. It's like something confidence men have, you uh, know. Okay. They, and the way you said, you know, it can be used. <laughs> you can overuse yeah. it, and it can be bad too. Do you think that? Would you say that you have riz? Do I have? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I got riz. Okay. But, what? Uh, I don't depend on that. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I don't want to hurt nobody with that. You you get a little older, Joel, and you say you don't need those things. And, like, what do you what, what do you view riz as? What do you see it as? Confidence. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, okay. Confidence. And then you say that you turn it on and off. What do you mean by that? Like, what do you mean you – how do you You don't want to – Display your confidence in the in the, in a way of uh, offending people and hurting people. That's okay. You know, I, I thought it was very impressive for you to acknowledge that because it takes a lot of time, a lot of years for somebody to understand. I've never heard the term, but I know what it is. Right, right. It, it was called something else when I was growing <laughs> up. So it, I like the way you guys put it because yeah, it's not something that you should live off of. Yeah. And I, I just have, a, and I'm just asking as a question. It's not like mm-hmm. try to like. No, no, no. I yeah. get it. I'm just asking as a question. But do you think, um, do you think that even the riz, the confidence thing, sometimes is good? And if it is good, um, in what situations would it be good? If you could think of any. Hmm. Well, hmm. I know you've walked in a room. And told yourself before you walked in that room, turn the res on, Joel. Right. Yeah. Plenty of times. I've done that plenty of times. Uh, knowing what a woman likes. Right. Knowing what they seek, what they desire. That's res. Right. Donald Trump, Donald J. Trump has res. You think because, so? And people, yeah, I think so. And people that have res. If they're way out there with it, they're not going to apologize about it. If they're way out there with it, yeah, if they're way out there yeah. with it, you remember you said just learn how to turn it on and turn yeah. it off. Remember when you said that? Yeah. So, but do you think uh, that? Do you think that it's ever? Do you think that that's something that um, it's a good skill set to have, or do you think like how does it benefit 
the man or the woman to be able to turn that on? It could be um, it could be good for business. It could be good for a lot of different things. I think. Okay. Am I? La- yeah, I, I think that what the way you put it, being aware of what it is and what you're doing, you know, I do agree with you on that. Do not use that to hurt people. Right. That's that's not what I'm gonna. I don't like that. And I often wonder too. I often question, and you know, I'm still learning and trying to understand as well. But I often question yeah. like. Is turning it on at all have any benefit? You know, I wonder that too. Like, you know, it could is, be fun, right? But at <laughs> in, the in the right situation, of, it could be a lot of fun. Right. Maybe that's to your advantage. Um, if I don't, well, you, you're younger. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you ever discover that you had something that you thought you didn't have? When when it comes to your personality, uh, like like what do you mean? Like even having Riz, it, did you ever have Riz uh, and didn't even know you had right, it? Right, right, for sure. Did you ever have some charm and didn't know you had it? For sure, definitely. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I've been through that too. Uh, you you just kind of you got to kind of listen to these women. And do you think by doing that, by by us listening to the women and trying to understand, you know what they're what what they're looking for, or like pay attention to the signals, do you think that that's only for the case of puffing up our ego, or to genuinely do it in a genuine way? I wouldn't do it to do the ego thing, but you got to realize sometimes when you are a little young, like, uh, let's just say, for instance, me versus you, you know, you're you're still learning some things. And right. you might need you some risk to just get by in that room and work that room and get on out of there. And you know what I mean? Work yeah. that room and get on out. It could be a party, an event, or whatever. And you might, I don't know, it's hard to explain. Yeah, I've been there, done that. But what good would you think Myra is as as William giving me a, um, advice? What good? Because I I know you're a, you're an older guy. What what yeah. good? Um, what good would Myra do for me ever in general? In general, what good would it do me to to have you, that Riz? You haven't. Um, I, I I look at you, Joel, directly and say. You have a, a a gift to attract people, and it's not just women. It's just people. That's Riz. Oh, okay. And that could be to your advantage. Oh, okay. Okay. So so just attracting people in general. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that could be good for you, right. and if you know how to handle it. Right. And be just a complete positive all through your life because you know what it is and you know how to handle it. That makes sense. That makes yeah, sense. They are some guys that have riz and don't know what they're doing with it, and it's out of control. There are guys who have riz and don't know what they're doing, or they're they're using it in the wrong way. Is what you're saying? Correct. Uh, okay. Correct. Correct. Okay. Do you, you if you get trying to impress a young lady, do you think you're gonna break out a little bit of riz? 
Right. I'm, Just a tad. For me, for me, it's going to get broken out. But then I question and I wonder, like, oh, okay, well, is that, do I need to, is that something I should hold I on to? That. Okay, I know where you're going. Okay, now you got to say at the same time of throwing that riz out and say to yourself, do you really, really need it? And right. when are you going to break out of it and be the real you? Right, so should we hold on to it or should we break away and be the real you? Kind of gently break it off. And then, you, look, if somebody's interested in you, Joel, they'll understand what you were doing. Okay. And they, and they will have no bones about it. I see. She might even smile. Interesting. Well, yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank you uh, for calling. I'm, you know, I only get an hour. So I'm I trying to, I got to keep it going, but I you thank you, go. William. You got to go. You got to go. Uh, I good appreciate subject, it. as usual, and Merry Christmas to you and your family, my man. Thank you, man. You you as well. Merry Christmas to you and yours. Thank you, okay, man. Okay, take care. I try to I try to cut it off in time, James. Oops. Um, let me go to quickly. I got a little time, so let me go to a uh, Juan, first time caller out of uh, Washington. Juan, Juan, welcome to the show. You're on the air. How's it going? How you doing, Joe? I'm doing fine. Right on. What's going on? Hey, so I have a question about the silent prayer. I was going to call Jesse in the morning, but I uh, wasn't able to get through. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Maybe you guys can can uh, help me out. If the Lord is willing. So the other day, the other day I was doing the silent prayer, and um, something strange happened to where. I don't know if you, if when you do it, when, when, when you're doing it, if it happens to you, but it happens to me to where like my body goes into a, uh, like an automatic breathing state. Like I'm not even trying to breathe. Like it's just breathing on its own. Okay. And yeah. So it was, it was weird. Cause <laughs> when your body uh, started, Sunday, you're saying your body started doing what? started like just like it was just like breathing on its own like i wasn't i had nothing to do with it like like it, it, it's just weird i don't know how to put it in words it, it was just weird but it was like the thoughts came like when that started to happen right. the thoughts came and kind of tried to pull me away from it and i, I don't know man it was, it was just weird and i was just calling to see if that's something that's normal or is that something that have you guys experienced that or I yeah. I personally haven't experienced anything like that but I will say is that the body does um the body is supposed to do it on its own you know what I mean the body you, you, we're not we don't have control over breathing we don't we don't breathe because we know how to breathe you know what I mean we breathe because our body does it on our behalf and what may right. have happened, what may be happened, I don't know, but what may have happened is that you recognize that you're not your body and there was a disconnect there and you realize that you don't control your body and maybe that realization made you believe that it was doing it on its own. What's, in what's interesting is that when this happened to me, this happened after Sunday, but I didn't, I didn't get to listen to the service on Sunday. Yeah. So I was listening to the service um, the day before on Monday when I was uh, when I was at work, 
Oh no, I'm lying. I was listening to the to the service on Sunday at night when I was at work. I didn't get to listen to it uh, in the morning when when it was going on. Oh, okay. But I was listening to it at night when I was at work. Uh, you know, just doing my thing. Yeah. But this thing with the silent prayer happened before I went to to go to work that day. So, oh, okay. uh, it was interesting because Jesse mentioned in in the service, you will detach from your bad from right. your body, and and while, uh, during the conversation, and it just hit me when he said that. I was like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's... This just this just this just happened to me because uh, when I was doing the silent prayer, so I was just calling to see if this was something that that it's supposed to happen or no, I think, um, yeah, I think that, uh, I think Jesse would tell you, I mean, I don't know exactly what Jesse would say, but it sounds like he already said it at the church, but yeah, it's just the, yeah. Recognizing. It seems like you had recognized in that moment that, wow, I'm not attached to the body. And that's what everybody, we all need to realize is that we're not in control of, of anything. These things are already set up in place for us to operate. But, Satan, the enemy, but makes us believe that we have something to do with these things. Like we can, we can change things. We can do things uh, of our own self, and that's just a setup. Because what that does is end up just getting in God's way. You know what I mean? So, yeah, for you yeah. to realize that is just like a small example of that. Just like how the body moves on its own, our life moves on its own. We don't, we don't have no control of it. Life will just open up and present itself as it does and we'll just see what to do and we'll just move in that way naturally so that's like uh yeah that, i think that's a great thing and what, what's what's interesting is like that i have so much stuff going on um in the world around me yeah and i and i mean like drama like with with the wife and the the family and, and all that stuff it's just a bunch of drama yeah all around me I don't know if it is the fact that I could just see it now, but I'm calm through it. Like I'm not, yeah. it's not affecting me um, the way right it would have affected me. Um, let's say a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. But, and it's just, it, it's just crazy, man. Cause like, if, like, if somebody, like I see other people going through a similar situation, like I had a yeah. friend come up to me the other day that's yeah. going through a similar situation with his wife. And he told me, uh, he was like, Juan, the only reason I'm keeping it together is because I see that you're going through the same thing, and for some reason or somehow you're you're okay. Right on. And if you're okay, yeah. I'm okay. I was like, yeah. I mean, there's no reason not to not be okay because all the, like I'm just starting to realize a bunch of stuff, Joel, yeah. about a bunch of past traumas and and all the stuff that that I can now understand why I do the things I do exactly. a little better. Like I'm not there yet. But I can see things a lot clearer, a lot more clear than, than, yeah. than before. And that's what's the, that's the beautiful thing about it is that you're just growing. You're growing in the process and you can see that you're in a different space than what you were before. And the crazy thing is, too, like, um, uh, Juan, is I totally understand what you're talking about. And the crazy thing is I'm starting to realize even more. And it gets even trickier when you're married or in a relationship that um, the enemy always wants you to 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 do something right and i would just say to add on what you said that when those situations come up in the marriage or whatever your family life because i know you're married i don't know if you have kids you have kids yeah i have two kids you have two kids and you're married is that when problems arise do nothing 
do nothing about them and don't try to fix them, don't try to solve them. And when we do nothing, God can show us what to do. He can reveal what to do, and then we'll just do it as he sees fit. But the problem comes in is when we try to fix things, solve things, and that to only get in makes the way. It, you say what? To get in the way. When we try to get in the way. Exactly. That's that's exactly. what that's one thing that I've noticed doing the silent prayer is that when I get when I get out of the way, it flows it flows better. Yes. Yeah, Everything yeah. Yeah, and man. yeah, I, we just got to get out of the way, man. To everybody listening, we just got to get out of the way. Out the way. <laughs> uh, lay the weapons down. That's all it is. But I appreciate it, Juan. Great, great call, man. Call me again. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate Jesse and uh, everything you guys are doing. It's, it's amazing. Right on, man. I appreciate it. Have a good one. Have a good one, brother. All right. Bye. Nice. Uh, Rick, let me go to Rick out of Virginia. I'm almost out of time here, Rick. So if you can try to make it um, quick, um, but I wanted to definitely get you in today. How's it going, Rick? Hey, my brother Joel. How y'all doing, man? I just like to comment before I get to yeah. my point real quick. That yes, I love sir. how y'all all work together. Like I was telling James, you guys work as a great team together. Man. I love that y'all support each other's shows, man. And um, that's what it's about unity, man. We need to see more of that. Right but on. I was to say why people keep sinning, man. I, I know that's the topic of the show today. Yeah. I say why people keep sinning for it, man, is, you know, a lot of uh, it's due to anger. You right. Because most of people's addictions comes from anger, whether it's sex, whether you broke in somebody's house, you're stealing, you know, because you, cause you don't have it and you know, don't want to work for it. So I think right. anger is the word. If you can overcome your anger, it took me a while to understand that when Jesse was talking about that, but now once you have the peace and overcome your anger, I mean, it's, it's like yeah, like you can make better decisions. But when you're angry, man, you, matter of fact, if you don't believe it, go to court and see <laughs> most of them people are in court because they got angry. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. But the crazy thing is, Rick, too, you're 100% right about the anger thing, but I also find that, like, then I, I started to think about where, where the anger was coming from and the anger was coming from, like, it still came from like a judgment that I had. I had a judgment about something, whether it be my parents or or right. somebody else. And that judgment is what caused the anger. So yeah, a hundred percent, the anger, we have to forgive, you know, for one, we, we've heard that message, you know, before we have to get forgive, but truly understanding it is a different thing. And also realizing that if we had no opinions and we really had no opinions about things, we wouldn't have the anger. We wouldn't have the resentment and we can actually have peace. So a hundred percent, Rick, I appreciate it. No problem, Joe. And I'll tell you, as a kid, I was growing up, don't get me wrong. I got angry, but I wasn't living it. You know what I mean? By living the anger. I mean, I would, you know, get upset. I said, why did I get upset over that? And get back to myself. I know, right. I know one thing that kept me from being angry is, the quicker you forget people, you don't get that anger a Anymore. chance to settle in. That's for you know? sure. So that's the key. The quicker you forget people, you cut Satan off at the pal, and um, he won't be able to use that against you. And then turn that on. Yeah. You know, unforgiveness to resentfulness, resentfulness to rage, and out of control yeah. behavior after that. That's a great point. That's so, a great point, Rick. I appreciate it. I do have to end, so I don't mean to cut no you problem, short, but I got to end the show. Yeah, you got to get 
time, man. I know. You got two more time, man. We're working on it. We're working on it. But thanks, Rick. I appreciate it, man. Love you guys, man. Love you, man. Keep up the good work. Love y'all. Be blessed. All right, man. You as well. Bye. I'm out of time. Um, make sure you guys subscribe across all the platforms. I got to end it now. Um, y'all are amazing. Follow me across the board, Joel Friday TV, to get to the dance. And um, we're working on some stuff. We got some stuff coming in the new year. This is my last show of the new year. Amazing. So I will see you guys in the new year. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And I hope you end off the year in the best way. Stay blessed. Amazing. Until next time, American Anchor Baby is coming in. All right, y'all. Bye.